Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can you do any impressions? Can you do any impressions? Can you do any impressions? That was me doing an impression of you. Can you do... The Louis Theory. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> let, me yes. Try, let me try to do it ready. Hmm, that question. Maybe I should. Maybe I should asking you. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like Sean. Sean Connery. No, this is this is my impression. Okay, ready. Of uh, Louis Theroux. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I. But that's an interesting. Let me ask you. That's that's actually not too bad. Is that that's actually right? It's slightly getting there. Yeah. Is it actually getting yeah, there? Yeah. Well, the the listeners are about to to get the real. I can do the well, real. Well, no, I want to do some more impressions. I so. don't know if you okay, should. I'm going to do another one. So who's this? Okay, who's this? <clears throat> Money Perry. Oh, come on. <laughs> Who is that? That guy. Come on. Okay, fine. Who's this? That postman Pat. Who's this? Who's this? I know that the uh, the ones who love us. Will miss us. Who's that? That is uh, Spencer Matthews, Series Seven no, in Chelsea. It's, <laughs> that's Keanu Reeves in in just himself. That just was him in, in just, just in Okay, general. who who's this? Who's this? Um, who's this? Uh, <laughs> who's that? <laughs> who's that? Daffy Duck. No, that's <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen and his laugh. <laughs> What? <laughs> have you ever seen Your... that clip? By the way, welcome to a Friday episode. By the way, by the way, hello. <laughs> Settle down now. Who's this? Who's this then? Uh, help Mrs. us Delphi. on the way. <laughs> Mrs. Delphi. Help us on the way. The reason, God. happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Private Parts, the podcast where nothing is off limits. Yeah, we have Josh Barry on the podcast, comedian, imper- Im- impressionist, impersonator, incredible at impressions. Mm-hmm. Um, great at loads, and we're going to be doing loads of impressions on the podcast, talk about comedy, what makes things funny. A really fun, amazing episode for you guys on your Friday, whatever you're doing. Um, he did an impression of that really annoying um, posh twat off, off the TV, what's it called? Jamie Lane. Very funny, big guy. Hey, guys, uh, as always, please get in touch for our uh, podcast, for our Instagram at Private Podcast. We would love to hear from you 100%. Um, Yeah, so let's kick off the episode. You ready? You know when you say that bit, if you yeah. want to get in touch with them, you know you say every episode, do you reckon people actually like after the 10th yeah. time go, okay, fine. Yeah, they now might do. I will. They probably have a question for us. Yeah, Look, no, a, I'm, I'm actually just curious. I, if I you have wonder. a question for us, let us know on our Instagram. We want to hear from you. Stories, anything at all, we, we want to hear it. It's a community. It is a community, actually. Come on, come on in. Come on in. Okay, everybody, here, Josh Barry on the podcast. Enjoy the episode and it's, enjoy your Friday. It's a very good one. There we go. Hey, oh. come on. All right. Enjoy it. Have you ever been fired from a job? 
I quit Waitrose when I was uh, when I was a kid. Sorry. <laughs> How did you very, quit? Let's, very, I'm, 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 we're under no illusions here. Very middle class yes, of you, I, yeah. you. You got headhunted by Tesco's. Yeah, no, to- <laughs> I started doing impressions and I, I said to my mum, I was like, well, if I can do this many gigs, then you have to let me not pick people shopping at Waitrose. And I was so bad at it. I used to pick all the wrong stuff. And that started to get back to me because my mum's friends had stuff that had been picked by me and they were like it's all wrong these are quail's eggs right right (laughs) awful well we all shop there let's be honest um i speak for yourself whole foods yeah i am that's exactly (laughs) whole foods Foods is so expensive whole foods is more expensive than uh yes whole foods is like like you if you go to whole foods and you get food it's like paying for a dinner it's like a night out yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's to Waitrose, what Aldi, it, you know, like Aldi to Waitrose is Whole Foods to Waitrose, right? It's Where do you shop? Some guy bought his Me. food. Some guy bought his food. I, I grow my own alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I grow my own beers. Yeah. Yeah, I got some moonshine out back as yeah. well. Okay. Yeah. So Alex. <laughs> Don't need to eat much when you're on that. Alex was in Sainsbury's once. And um, I got a I got a message from some guy saying I just had to buy Alex his alcohol. <laughs> and he was in Sainsbury's and his card wasn't working. So well, some, well, just you, a member of the public. You, you also just made that no, last bit up. No, he yeah, didn't message you, me on Instagram. You, yeah, some guy did message you, but he was taking the piss. And now you've run with the yeah, story. Yeah, true. But that's that's what you can do when you're famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just around a member that's, of the public. That's the that is the whole reason that I did ten years of uh, reality <laughs> TV was so that I could get a bottle of wine. Bought so what did you say? You went up to him like, mate, I'm actually on Made in Chelsea. So, um. <laughs> mate, he was. He was fully aware of who I was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so yeah. You, you didn't do the, do you know who I am? You just did, obviously. That's, yeah. that's Jay's tactic. I've never done that ever. Yeah, you do. You go, I ever you, I'm Jamie Lang from Heat Radio. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> ever, but Josh, so, you, um, so you quit Waitress? Yeah, I, I quit. Yeah, what, it was so what, pretty. How pretty, old were you at this time? I was 17, I think. It was pretty monumental. I mean, I, I didn't want to do it. And I, oh. and I quit. I mean, it's painting me in a bit of a bad light. I, I, did, I did night shifts in Sainsbury's. It, was, it was intense wow what how long? it was actually so sweet when i left uh the the women that i work with and they they work so hard they would work the night shift and then they would go and do like um like nannying jobs in the day yeah they would when have, do they what, sleep well i don't know i don't think they do when they're dead asleep <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on the dead <laughs> yeah no fear that was a tagline <laughs> on my t-shirt I think, when sleep I on the yeah sleep in the bait bean aisle um when when I left to go to go travelling, they gave me uh, a card and the and a leaving present, and it was a huge liter bottle of Glen's vodka. I was like, yes, that's what that's how they get through it. Really? So, so you you did the night shift? Yeah, it was it was te- it was quite intense. So you started at nine, finished at seven in the morning. And, that, and, and I was what quite, age? Uh, that I was just before going travelling, uh, so I would have been eighteen. Oh, before the oh, the gap year, obviously. Yeah, yeah before yeah. the gap year. It, it, it was to it was to fund, fund <laughs> was the gap it, was, year. It, was it Bali, <laughs> Australia? Didn't, didn't make it to Bali, made it to Australia <laughs> okay, for, yeah. for three days. Yeah, yeah. Mine wasn't. Try and Th- guess. Try Th- and guess mine. Thailand. Surely Th- Thailand. Yeah. No, that's didn't, do that. no? That's not, no? didn't do that. No. South America. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like uh, uh, Brazil and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I I I landed in um I landed um I I went to um Argentina. And um, we stayed in Buenos Aires, mm. and we meant to stay there in a, in a Vera Ia Acevedo, this place, right. which was like in um, Sorry, was that? Palermo. It's in Palermo in Buenos Aires. Nice. And 
we stayed in this apartment and this apartment was like a two bed apartment. One of the rooms didn't have aircon, so it was literally roasting hot in this room. It was so hot in this place. The apartment was so cheap. Um, there was there was a suit in one of the cupboards that was just there. My friend Jim Ivory wore the suit every night for a month. Your friend what? <laughs> My friend Jim. Oh, sorry. Oh, Jim Ivory. Oh, sorry. I thought it was some sort of hilarious... <laughs> STD sounding Jim Ivory was my, my friend. My friend Jim Ivory wore it, um, <laughs> wore it every day for a month in, in the evenings. Um, and this one day, we, there was like this white leather sofa in the sort of sitting room area, or the, the only sort of like communal sitting room area. Did he think and, he was a legend, by the way, for doing that? Every night, he's yeah, like, oh, yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. Jim's wearing the suit again. <laughs> That's only funny for like three nights. I was going right? to say, like, yeah, after a week, you're like, what, <laughs> okay. what, are, you, what are you like, It's starting Ivory. to yeah. smell now, Ivory. Get it yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, stop it, Ivory. So many things actually happened. So um, my friend Rory, who I, we would, I was traveling with, when I was asleep, he drew a in marker pen a huge cross on my back. And I woke up and, oh, it was just really funny. Ha, ha, ha. And then I went and fell asleep on the leather sofa. <laughs> and I got up and woke up, and I had imprinted the cross onto this leather. What color, what color was the leather? White. Yeah, it was a white leather sofa. Oh, God. Was, Where were you staying? It sounds so weird. <laughs> that happened. We then um, organised a party for Jim Ivory, my friend. Yeah. And it was a surprise birthday party. We didn't tell him, and loads of people who were out in South America at the time. We organised this dinner, and we all left the room uh, left the apartment and got into the, the communal lift all five of us yeah, yeah. and we started jumping up and down the lift going the boys are back in town the boys are back in town and the lift broke and we got I'm stuck so, I'm so glad I didn't meet you obviously you <laughs> travelling <laughs> I, I love the fact that there's some guy wearing an old suit and you were in the lift going yeah. the boys are back in town yeah the boys were and just everyone were. was there as well everyone just happened to also be in South America at that yeah, point yeah. So just all the Every, chaps together yeah, yeah, yeah. Radley oh wait yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was that actually it was freaking wicked oh, it went. was wicked and then that happened and so then we got stuck in the lift and God, I remember thinking when I was traveling and I, we were lucky enough did you get to travel by the way I, yeah I, I, I had a less of a fun time than you did but tell your story and I'll, I'll tell you about yeah so uh, but I remember thinking when I was traveling and I was very lucky to I remember thinking the only thing I have to worry about is dying like that is like I, as long as I don't die that's going to wow. be okay I had no responsibilities I had, n I had no, no homework, no exams. I wasn't at university. I, it was like the most liberate. I had no phone. I used to yeah. have to go to the, in it was this amazing period in my life. Where I remember thinking, God, I just, I don't know. Like I, we, we had hardly any money. We used to like go and buy noodles and eat those. And it was just the most liberating experience. Mm, mm. What's your story? Is your Completely story the opposite. <laughs> okay. of it. You, 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 you went and like built you've... a hut. Or no, 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 no. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you went into that. I'm not that type of uh, privileged person. No, <laughs> no. I'm all for me. Um, <laughs> I went to uh, Australia with my then girlfriend, who'd been away traveling for a bit, and we decided to go around Australia in a camper van, which already awful, just already sweaty. <laughs> well, sure, sure. Hang on, so, just, so then you came back from traveling, and then you went to university. Uh, that was after university that I, that you did I did that after yeah. university. Yeah. Yeah. I was just so eager to drink in knowledge when I was 18. <laughs> yeah. Cause you, cause you went to, you went to Oxford. That is, I am uh, uh, sorry. Yes, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I did. Yeah, but, but with, with, with those things, I always think that um, my brother went to Oxford and he studied classics of all things. He studied classics. Ah, yes. And I've never seen anyone in my entire life so stressed. Yeah, like when it came yeah, to, yeah. He, had, he had to do, like, I was doing theater and performance at Leeds um, and I did just no work, like nothing at all. Yeah. But at Oxford, it's, 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 you know, the amount of like pressure that is on mm. 
these to, for you to achieve because it's almost given to you like it's a privilege you're at this place yeah so you should be you know working hard so did you have that when you were there yeah i mean but i guess maybe against that i mean boris johnson read classics of course and he seems to be having a great time so <laughs> i don't know how much pressure he feels <laughs> did um, he go to oxford yeah yeah boris yeah. johnson went to oxford where do you yeah. think he went I yeah where know. else where else yeah, is he yeah, gonna yeah, go Etonian oxford yeah. graduate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah there was there was definitely a lot of pressure and there's also a lot of people there you know who um are very kind of confident and i think when you when you're surrounded by people like that you can just feel like what the hell am i doing here what right? did you study uh philosophy and theology which really come on there's there no de- there's no job in that is there which is why i'm a comedian <laughs> now there's absolutely nothing at the end of it it's unless you want to be a vicar which i can't save, be. save that yeah i'll save that, save that i'll save for that for yeah, the midlife for later, crisis later yeah. life yeah, yeah, what, yeah what is what like it's true when you come out of university what is the job that you well, i mean i did a history degree and look where that got me Sure. No, but, but Lisa, we're all, I, we've all we've all made it, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but it, it's it's true. So it, it, there's this like big discussion at the moment whether like uh, you know university schooling is like a good thing, right? Like, is it? Well, there's that guy who's a pretty intense online. He's called Gary Vinerchek. Have you seen this guy? No, Gary V. Have you ever? No, uh, no. What does he do? He's like a sort of social media sort of guy who talks about business and different things and all this stuff. And he sort of says, uh-huh. "Never go to college. There's no point going to oh, college." He's and one of those. He's okay. one of these guys. Yeah, yeah. But and and so there's a kind of like theme now where people think that actually going to university is a waste of time. But I actually disagree with that. I think university for me was I didn't really work that much, but it was a place where I definitely grew up. And yeah. understood life mm. and things like that. Yeah, I think that's true. And it's also just a, a great place to meet interesting people, right? Because it keeps your world big, I think, at university. Whereas, mm. uh, I don't know, like if you go straight into a job, it, it makes everything a bit smaller. I, I think, yeah, I think it's well, good. Well, I guess you've got people from all over that are coming into one place. So it's quite nice rather than just being in your small town. <laughs> Wait, so, right. so just to say, then um, when did you think, right, I'm studying philosophy. <laughs> so I should probably <laughs> find something to do. I'm going to become a comedian. Yeah, well, I kind of always did. I, I thought I was going to be a lawyer, which is just pathi- bleh, just so boring. Um, and I spent why, a lot why of my time. did you think time, you were going to be a lawyer? Well, I, I, was, I was like, oh, this is a job my parents will love me for. So I'll, I'll, I'll try and do this. And um, I spent a lot of my degree just in the library, very boring. But I always did uh, impressions as a kid. And, I, and then I started doing more and more of those online and i was like oh i'd much rather this is much more fun yeah, yeah than yeah. you know sticking up for the bad guys did uh, you did, did your impression suddenly because honestly I, 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 have you ever heard yeah you've heard yeah, Josh's yeah, impression? Yeah, yeah, they're great. they are uh, they are Thanks. unbelievable and we have a um <laughs> mutual friend and josh we we've met before uh, on another podcast but yeah. um we have a mutual friend of ours tom lucy yeah <laughs> and tom <laughs> lucy always says uh that you whenever you voice note him you only voice note him as Louis Theroux. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do do that. Is that the sort of thing that I would do? <laughs> I don't know if I do that. Is that a bit weird doing that? I do. He sort of says, could you, could you send my girlfriend a message being like, how are you doing? Tom, sorry, because he was late or something. He's normally misbehaving in some sort of way. But he's like, can you apologize for that? And I, and I do it and I get him back in the good books. You know? it's, it's so, it's so un earthly good the impression <laughs> that, that it's almost like you're like it, it's almost weird to hear it because you don't expect it to be so real does that make sense yeah i, I guess I've, I've just spent years and years and years and years watching because i'm such a fan of, of him and like mm. and he has have you met him i haven't he follows me on instagram oh, well 
last time I checked, there's always the anxiety induced. Oh, does he still follow me? <laughs> um, you get anxiety. Do you check, do you check every yeah. morning? Yeah, I'm like, is well, Louis still following me? I can't go on if Wait. the Rue isn't still. <laughs> You've got anxiety because Louis Theroux might not be following yeah. you anymore. That's how my mind works. A good thing happens. I'm like, oh, the good thing could go away. I start to think this is less of an impression and actually just an obsession. Sure, <laughs> like, it is. I, uh, him. I, I wanted to. I wanted to send him a voice note when he followed me, being like, "Thanks for the follow. How are you doing? Just wanted to say, if you ever wanted to meet up, let me know. I think that could be great." <laughs> Would you like that? <laughs> uh, it's so yeah. good. So, it, so you, but you've never ever met him or anything, or messaged him, or said anything to no, him. No, no, I'm kind of. I feel like I'm biding my time, waiting for the right moment. You know, I don't know what that is. Yeah, what is that <laughs> moment? No, I don't know. I, I, I want to. I'd love to do. I've always wanted to do a sketch where I'm Louis and he's obviously Louis, and we're like interviewing each other, mm-hmm. and that could be quite fun. Like. How are you doing? I come to interview Louis. Louis, am I sort of interviewing you? Or are you interviewing me right now? It's like a weird inception type yeah, thing. Yeah, I, li- I like those. But but just how does that... How, and then at we, the end of the sketch, we fuck. That's how, that, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how it ends. That's God, the then way. you start making out. Yeah, which sure. Is that's the only way to finish a sketch like that. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Private Parts. Uh, now, today, very exciting. We have a very, very special uh, visitor, if that's what you have on podcasts um as part of our paid partnership with paypal candice brathwaite is here an entrepreneur uh, an author internet's big sister slash auntie candice how are you today i'm very very well guys thank you for having me what a, what a list of credentials where's mine jamie okay and we got alex mitten my co-host <laughs> he's he's who, a man who's, He's got he's, legs. He, he's a man. He's breathing. And he can he goes bowling once a month. <laughs> it's Alex Mitten. Here he is. He likes stickers. This is Alex. Thank you for that Mitten. intro, Jamie. Thank you so much. Can he tell us? So you have a mission, right? To for mm-hmm. everyone to talk about, you know, financial wellness. What does that mean? Basically, it means having positive conversations surrounding money. People would rather talk about sex and or death than their overdraft or like what their credit score is saying. I feel like the only way to rid this stigma and really work on our financial wellness is to have a conversation. And for me, that means speaking about it openly and honestly, and also being positive about the possibilities, because no matter where you are at with your finances, it can always be changed. Change is important. Change is good. I like change. I've realised that um, for throughout my sort of 20s and things like that, that I was always sort of charging towards, okay, let, let's do this job, let's make some money, let's do this all the time. And actually now what I'm really looking forward to this year, especially after the two years we've had, is spending money on experiences. Jamie, you're getting married this year, right? I mean, that has to have oh big financial goals attached to it. I'm getting married this year and I didn't realise lots of things. Okay, for example, <laughs> apparently you're meant to have a wedding scent. That costs money. What is a wedding scent? But we're paying for it, which is good. We're paying for a wedding scent. That's, that, that scent is just going to remind you of being financially unwell. <laughs> and then also, we had to. I had to buy an engagement ring. What is that? <laughs> I mean, that that's kind of obvious. I mean, like, if you remembered the scent and not the ring, then you'd be in trouble. I got married um, last November and we planned it in 13 days. And in wow. those 13 wow. days, we still spent 20 grand. And I only invited 30 people. <laughs> what, 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 scent, what scent did you go for? I'm so intrigued I by this. I can't even bloody remember now. 
<laughs> with a wedding, with, with those special moments, when it comes to money, there are a lot of external pressures. Guys, before we go, I just want to know, what do you now know about money that you wish you knew when you were younger? Um, that you, that it's not free. Mm. <laughs> that was the big one. Uh, someone told me this one, which is so, so true. Money is... Money is sort of like blood. It, it it does flow, and and I think that's important. So if you have the ability to sort of, uh, you know, be generous to people if you can, and and to your friends, to your family members, it kind of flows in that way. So if you and it and it sort of comes around. I think sometimes we have this tendency to just keep hold of it, hold of it, hold of it. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's 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 a good way I think to be generous because it does it flows like blood if you're yeah. if you treat it that way. Mm. Yeah. So that's kind of what I learned. I think, Alex. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, the biggest devastating blow was learning it doesn't grow on trees. That was, that was, that was sad. Um, but yeah, no, I guess, I guess it's kind it's kind of similar to what you said, kind of mirroring that, like it's, it's getting that healthy relationship with it. Like knowing why, like money is important, right? It, we, we need it to, to live our lives and, and do the things that we love doing, but it's not, you know, it's not the be all and end all. We shouldn't, our drive shouldn't be purely just to make that money. It should be to enrich uh, life experience and to enrich other people's lives around you and just have have a nice time really yeah. that's kind of kind of what I've learned yeah L- life and business is paid in two currencies cash and experience take the experience mm. first and the cash will come later yeah. Yeah. do it because you want to love it yeah. um, um, anyway there is there is a good horse running um, at two o'clock <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Candy, listen. Thank you so much. Do you, I, I, should we do this every every week? Should we just have a little catch up about yeah. these things? This was great. It's made me perky. I'm very positive. Like I'm gonna go and like take my crystals out and do my meditation and <gasps> plant a money tree. That's like my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Candy. Thank you so much. A big thanks uh, to PayPal for sponsoring the episode. With more ways to shop, pay, donate, and send money, there are more ways to PayPal. A reminder that you must be over 18 to have a PayPal account and send and receive money. Thank you so much for this. With Louis Theroux's ones, when he it's like when he did that porn one, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, uh, yeah. I love that one. Yeah, yeah I know, because he sort of stands there. Yeah. <laughs> just, wa- just watching. And he's sort of trying to be a documentary maker. Sure. But at the same time, you're still watching people have sex. So it's quite a weird... Yeah. I, I particularly enjoy, I mean, that came out when I was like in my mid-teens, so I, f- I found that particularly exciting. But it obviously is so funny that Louis is just like, one of my favourite bits in the porn one <laughs> is what he's talking about. I think, um, well, there's no easy way to say this. Uh, five men ejaculate on a woman's face. That's basically what happens. And L- Louis Theroux, in, in classic Theroux fashion, is like, so um, how was that? How was, how was the sort of moment when... Those five men sort of came to finish their business on you. Is that- yes, yes, that's exactly <laughs> Unbelievable. That's Unbelievable. <laughs> how do I put this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's- but I sort of, how would you say, sort of finish their, get rid of their load. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's awful, isn't it? No, it's <laughs> so good. But when, where does that, like, um, where does that sort of talent come from? There? How do you, so it's like, I always find this funny, like singers, for example, I always think, do you suddenly sit in the car and everyone's going, the wheels on the bus go, <laughs> and then one person in the back goes, oh, the wheels. Yeah, like, right, right, how right. do you suddenly know <laughs> that you have this knack for 
Both was like, does it come from a place of insecurity because you're wondering about how to be other people in a sense? Big time. I'm damaged, Jamie. You got me. <laughs> okay, got you. Um, <laughs> quite, yeah, quite a yeah, heavy yeah, question. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was does really it come loaded. from a deep-seated <laughs> fear of accepting yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it does. Yeah, I'm, I'm in therapy. It's ongoing. Um, <laughs> that was no, a really loaded question. <laughs> it is true, though. I think, um, yeah, it comes often from an interest in, in people. Like, like I... I find like Louis's like whole thing so interesting that I yeah I but just generally I quite like watching people and and working out their tics and everything mm. I just find that interesting I think a lot of comedians aren't that interested in people but I've always been like fascinated and um yeah I always used to do like impressions of teachers and characters and stuff when I was a kid so you were the uh, class clown in a sense I guess so but also I think if you're a comedian you're quite you're sort of quite Tom Tom Lucy always says I'll do his voice as well this is well this I is sort of wait. his voice you know, comedians are like introverted extroverts, you know. It's, it's a bit of a caricature. But but it is those, um, as a comedian, uh, like we were talking about this with Phil Wang the other day, like what makes funny? Yeah. Like, right. like, like and oh, someone once said to me, and I think it was Lloyd Griffith, Griffith. 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 Lloyd oh, Griffith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, who, by the way, has an amazing talent. You can show him a cathedral mm. and he knows exactly where the cathedral is oh, really? just by a picture. Well, he's got a voice like an oh. angel, Lloyd Griffith. Yeah, he, he's an opera singer. As does Phil Wang. Did you know that? <clears throat> no, no, come he's, on. He, it, genuinely, he sings like a choir boy. It's amazing. No, it, it, that it. sounds like I'm making it up, I promise you. At the Fringe, a few years ago, uh, there's this, there was a he show called like a Musical and he came out and sung uh, Maria from um, uh, West Side Story. Was and he good? was insane. Really? It was, it genuinely, it was like so. Sh- he's, he's amazing. Yeah. Next really? time you see him, actually, really touched you. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. God. It really, it really affected me. I think about it a lot. So I'm like, why isn't this on Spotify? I need this in my life. Ask him next time you see him to, to sing for you. I also, I also <laughs> it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. To I ask also love it when someone is so like they want them to know. No, he actually is really. Good. I promise <laughs> no, you, seriously, seriously, he's really. Good. You've got to watch this. It's like really good. He should um, be in the charts. But Phil Wang was talking about what makes funny, and Lloyd was saying. Um, he says a typical comedian he thinks is when someone's in a room and someone says something and then he, he left the room and he would go, ah, I should have said that. Yeah, right. And, and the other one that I spoke to was um, Ivo, who's a, another friend of mine. Um, Ivo said that he used to watch, you know, Mock the Week and things like that. Mm. And he would say the funny thing before the contestants. He's like, God, I, mm. did you have that as well? I think there's definitely a feeling of sort of being the quietest person in a room very often. Really? Um, yeah, because I, th- I think you're kind of, there's a shyness, oddly, for people who stand up on a stage in front of loads and loads of people. Yeah. You're also quite shy and introspective very often. I think that tends to be a, a, a character trait and, and incredibly reflective. You have to, I guess that's kind of what Phil is alluding to, right? When he's like, you're like, oh, I should have said that. It's that you're turning stuff over in your head constantly. Mm. And um, that's probably why like mental health among comedians is it can be a bit ropey because you're just constantly thinking about stuff. Is, is that a thing? I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think... So, yeah, it's the, it's the clown. It's the clown aspect, right? The, 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 the I guess because you're, you're always on show and then when what do you do when you're not? But also show, you like... just get so obsessed with your... What, like Bo Burnham, did you, did you, have you seen that? Bo Burnham's Inside on Netflix? No, I haven't seen no. that. It's worth watching. He, but he really like explores that in a really interesting way, like how incredibly damaging it was to his mental health because he just got obsessed with creating this piece of work, mm. which is amazing, but also... Yeah, I don't know. Also, you know, like, uh, it's not necessarily that healthy a lifestyle being a stand-up. No, I think think what it is also is everything is content. Right. And that is the really difficult thing, which is 
Um, you're walking down the street and someone falls off a bus. Ah, oh, I'll clock that in my mind. That'll be funny to put in my sketch there. Totally, totally. And so you're never off. No, but it's so it's when when you know when Every, I, everything in your life is content. Well, it, Nothing we, is safe. <laughs> I mean, your your wedding is being yeah. Screw you, like, content is, is, is that on YouTube live? Yeah, yeah, fuck you. A, yeah. You're not going to be invited anymore. <laughs> You can't do that. I'm Usher. <laughs> yeah, you are an Usher. That's true. Alex, I think, is going to um, organise the stag. Oh, really? Where yeah. are you going? Uh, Bognor Regis. Where would we go if we were going to do it? Where would we go? The dam? I, I, Amsterdam? Yeah, I'll, I'll Amsterdam. I'll go for a great weekend <laughs> in Amsterdam. It'll be crazy. You sound like a proper Euro student. <laughs> or like a sort of a, like a Euro DJ, right? Like, put your um, hands in the air, guys. The baseline. Can you feel the baseline Can in the back? Can you feel it? <laughs> You sound more like an American, yeah, yeah, like know, American yes. dad or something. <laughs> um, but it, but it is. I think everything's content, right? And when I did Chelsea, I mean Chelsea for so long. What happened is that I wait, is, that, wait, is that how people know you? <laughs> yeah, I think they know me from no, Bake Off, not Heat Radio. My, no, strictly, my, surely. My taxi driver said to me today. He went. He went. You're the. You're. Uh, you're the. And I went. And he went, ah, you're, and I went, made in Chelsea. He went, no, 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 not, ah, what is it? And I went, oh, I don't know. He went, catchphrase. And I went, yep, that's, that's me. the guy from Catchphrase. That's obviously what he watches. Well, I know, but like, the, like it's like a 20 made an impression, obviously. That's, that's one of the most embarrassing things where you're having to walk someone to the door of your own. And you're like, I didn't Korea, ask yeah, you Korea. to be like. Welcome to doing reality yeah, TV. Like, where do yeah, I know yeah, you yeah, from? Yeah, and you're, like, and you're like, like, it's like you're on a witness stand being like, well, I think here, here, here. And they're like, no, no, no. And it's like, I didn't, why am I spent, in this dynamic? Spent many nights in clubs with someone going, where the fuck? Oh, hey, get over! Like they'll get all their mates. Oh, Where's he man. from? Where's he from? And then they still don't work out. You're like, and then you say, "Buy me some booze, please." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my beer? But yeah. but anyway, with the so with the idea of the mental health side of things. So when I did Chelsea for that many years, mm. um, you start doing the show right. So and you you do your first scene. You're nervous and whatever happens. And um, you as an individual, I then watched it back what I did and you go oh um I was funny in that scene there mm. so people like me being funny okay I've got to be funny right 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 and right. then in the next scene uh, I was loud uh, the response is oh it, it, they like me so I got to be louder sure so sure. slowly by slowly you're morphing yourself into sort of a volumed up version of who you are yeah created and a monster you create yeah you do <laughs> and the fact that we were filming 152 days a year sure so you were then filming all that time. So you're volumed up half of your life mm. all the time. So then when I would leave a scene and go and meet friends, I would still think I was in the scenes. I still thought what I had to do in that place yes, is be right. funny, loud, and all those different things. Right, right. And psychologically, that's pressure. And I think that's what happens with comedians as well. Because they're on stage and doing it all the time, it's almost, where's the off switch? How do you turn off? Yeah, and, but there's also this weird thing of sort of what, what do you actually want, right? After, after a show, yeah, you can, you can not be able to turn off and constantly be making jokes. But also you're like, okay, do I want, do I want the show to carry on? Well, I probably don't want that because that would be un, unsustainable. Do I want to be alone? Well, probably not that either. And, and, and it's almost like, unsust- it's like unattainable, whatever it is, that perfect state that you're looking mm. for. And I think and that's, that's when people drink, right? That's when that's sure, when you go yeah. and drink and do all those different things. Sure, but it's it's one of those things though that um, it, the other person who talks about it are actors, right? So um, Daniel Day Lewis has it, or um, I think it's it's famously Robert De Niro has it. They because they've played so many characters in their life, they almost forget their sense of self. So it, it's really important. I suppose my question is, how do you switch off? How do you then? Okay, when you're you go into work because normally what happens is people get up in the morning, they go to the office, 
And, you know, the, the reason why I think, you know, sometimes wearing a suit or something that was a good thing is because it, it, it's almost stepping into a role. So then when you take the suit off, you were stepping out of the role. That means mm, you can mm. switch off, right? Yeah, That's yeah. why at school is quite a good thing to wear uniform and things like that, because it actually means you, there's a separation between sure, the yeah. two. It's the ritual, right? And the problem with being a comedian or in the entertainment industry is that there's n- it's never off. Right. You're constantly on. Yeah, everything all the time is usable. And so you're right, like it feels like if I'm not switched on at this point, I could lose something, yes. which is a mm. terrible way to actually think, right? Because it's totally unsustainable mm. and is exhausting. But yeah, I'm not very good at that. I've, I, there's definitely something I need to work on because like, I'm, like, I'm well, glad you admitted it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm like, Thank you know, God. That's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> God, Dr. Dr. Lang, you're right. How much do I owe you for the hour? God, that would be <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. That's why I'm th- I, 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 yeah, I yeah. would love to do psychology and help. Individuals. Yeah. I'm not sure you're in a position to help. I'm in a freaking. I don't know. You're, I'm you're really drunk right. half the time. I'm you're abusive. <laughs> you're a misogynist. <laughs> you probably prey on your. <laughs> prey on who? People what? to get better, yeah. Prey on them? Yeah, as in prey upon them. <laughs> the vicar. Um, all right, Josh, listen, uh, we got to the end of part one here, yeah. by the way. I heard a little rumor that potentially you can do an impression of me. I can certainly give it a go. I can certainly give it a go. I think, uh, I've, yeah, I've been listening to you a fair amount. My, my friend Archie Mann as well, mutual friend, yeah. does, a, does a good you. Does a very good you. So I think I might call on that a little bit. But yeah, there's, there's some stuff here. All right, come back for part two when you're going to hear Josh's impression of me. See you in a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's so good.